Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Zurich Savings, an alternative home for your savings. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1. Listen back on the RTE Radio app. Shocked, angry, weak and even guilty. These are some of the words uh, used by prominent social media influencer uh, to describe her feelings since suffering a violent, random attack at a Dublin hotel last year. Charlene Murphy was speaking at an event to mark European Day for Victims of Crime, as John Cook reports. I was sitting in a restaurant. I'd put up where I was at the time because as an influencer you might get like gifted, you know, hotel stays or or meals and I'd put up my location and what my meal was and whatever and I got punched in the back of the head. Um, This isn't the type of talk that fashion and beauty influencer Charlene Murphy is used to giving as a content creator and podcaster. My head went so far forward that smashed off the glass that was on my table and gave me like a gash on my head and um, at the time I actually thought it, I was glass because it happened so quick but it was it was a punch it sounds so shocking yeah. you were out with a friend as an influencer you took pictures well lots of people do that you took pictures of your food you posted where you were and somebody came up behind you he just punched me in the head and it happened so quick and when I like my head fell forward obviously onto onto the glass on the table and cut me and I just looked up and I I seen that he was standing there um, I jumped up then and he just he walked out and I got in an ambulance then I went to James Hospital Tell me about your injuries or what happened yeah. at the hospital So I had to get I think it was three or four stitches um, just up here on my forehead so thank God it was where it was because if it had been any lower it would have been at my eye which would have been a way worse case Charlene didn't know her attacker but recognised him as someone who contacted her through social media this along with CCTV from the restaurant helped Garthy apprehend him relatively quickly he was given a jail sentence of two years and three months with nine months suspended for the unprovoked and unwarranted attack on Charlene at Dublin Circuit Criminal Court in November. When you hear the judge saying that and it comes out of their mouth, it just it doesn't feel like enough for how much it impacts your life and it's going to affect me forever. So in the grand scheme of things, 18 months is nothing really. Addressing Garthy, researchers and academics from the University of Limerick Centre for Crime Justice and Victim Studies today, Charlene spoke about online hate and abuse often random and anonymous she said as she still doesn't know why the perpetrator in her case assaulted her no no not really just from from social media um yeah i've gotten like threats off like multiple accounts different people abuse online and like as an influencer and content creator you're kind of used to it that you don't end up batting an eyelid which is horrible to say but some of the messages that I would get and and did get I'd kind of just scroll through as if it was a, a normal message so i think that reporting that should be taken seriously. I didn't report it because, like I said, someone I knew had reported something similar before, like an abusive message, and nothing was done. They were kind of told, look, we can't, we're not America, we're not, we can't, Mm. like, check who that is and things like that, and they can't, like, verify the phones and things. So it's kind of, like, disheartening. It makes you be like, why would I bother? I know it's a lot to deal with. It's a whole new realm for the criminal system to deal with, and phones, fake pages, fake accounts and all this, but it's it needs to be more time needs to be put into it, it needs to be taken much more seriously because really bad things can happen and, and will continue to happen until it is. Today, I think people wanted to know and some of the questions you got were what it was like to deal with the Gardaí and the court mm-hmm. system. Everyone who I dealt with personally was so lovely, but the system, I think, is where it's failing people, where like you, you kind of have to be, keep getting brought into different sentences and reliving your trauma and like 
it's just not very victim friendly. I think it, it favours the, the criminal is what I always thought. You spoke about many sittings of courts not knowing what was happening, being in a massive, daunting building, the courts of criminal justice in Dublin. I think you said it was like something out of Harry Potter. Yeah, it was like Hogwarts. You're walking into this place that I've literally never seen before. All these doors, stairs, like literally like something out of Hogwarts. And it was just, it's just such an unknown thing. Like, and was there anyone to help you through that? The, the guard was there, but there was, apparently there's a victim like group in the CCJ, but I was never made aware that that was there. So that would have been nice to have someone who kind of guides it through and explains. Cause even when the judge is speaking, I was like, it could be like gibberish. I didn't know any, like any of the words. and like, how would I, I'm not in that, that realm of work, but yeah, just maybe more support that way and offer to you. Yeah. I think it's also important today to mark the significant changes we've had for victims of crime here in Ireland since the implementation of the Victims Directive. Dr Susan Leahy is Director of UL Centre for Crime, Justice and Victim Studies. What once were seen as interests or nice things we should do for victims as they journey through the criminal justice process, they are now legal rights. Victims have legal rights to information, to support and to protection. And if there are instances where they don't receive those rights, then we're not delivering our obligations to victims. Yeah, I think what was so important about um, Charlene's message and, and what she shared is that it's very universal. Michelle Puckharbour is chief executive of the Crime Victims Helpline. So universal in terms of the shock. I can't believe this has happened to me. Feeling like your life is completely changed and yet the perpetrator's life isn't different at all. It's really important that people know that they're not alone. Um, and that there is support out there for them. Victims actually have a right to information. They have a right to support. And I think that is what has really made a difference and it's going to continue to make a difference into the future for victims. And some of the other research at today's event was about people being afraid to report crimes or feeling there was no point and it varied from burglaries to sexual offences mm -hmm. to assaults. What would you say to victims out there, people who might be afraid to come forward, who might have concerns about the criminal justice system? I think do come forward, like you will get your justice, whether that be, even if it's not enough, you will get it. And I think that was a big part of my closure of getting the justice and reading out my victim impact statement in court. I felt like that was something I had to do to kind of finish that chapter for me and allow me to really move on. And like, don't compare your, what happened to you to someone else, because I think that stops a lot of people. They say, well, oh, mine wasn't as bad as that person's. They're like, that was way worse. I can't report that. But like, you can and you should. And I think you need to get your own justice to, to move on. And that was Charlene Murphy speaking with John Cook there. You can contact the Crime Victims Helpline on free phone 116006 and you can look up rte.ie forward slash helplines for other supports.